Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Bicom podcast. I'm Richard Pater, the director of Bicom. Today we are going to be focusing on the historic agreement between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, ahead of uh, signing in uh, Washington next week. And just to remind our audience, it's just kind of the significance, this will be the first peace treaty that Israel is signing since 1994 with the Jordanians, it was October, so almost 26 years. Um, for today's conversation, I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Yossi Draznin. Dr. Yossi Draznin is the Director General of the Ministry of Regional Cooperation. Um, just as background, his, uh, his ministry is responsible for overseeing the economic and regional cooperation between Israel and its neighbors with a focus on Jordan, Egypt, and the Palestinian Authority, as well as partnership with the international community. Um, Dr. Yossi Draznin, thank you very much indeed for joining me today. Pleasure to be here. Um, the, the other reason why I really wanted to speak to you, of course, is that you were part of the uh, senior Israeli delegation that visited Abu Dhabi last week. I wondered if we could start, if you could just describe the reception you received and the initial impressions of visiting Abu Dhabi. Well, Richard, you know, uh, I've been in the past in uh, Oman, Qatar, uh, Jordan, Egypt, uh, Tunis, uh, with the Israeli delegation, but this was really the, the best of all. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, the company. So we were in a, one uh, small aircraft uh, in the business section, eight Israelis and eight Americans, and of course the rest of the delegation. But among the eight Americans were Jared Kushner and O'Brien, the national security advisor, and, uh, and all of their team. So it was good uh, three hours over the air sky of, uh, of Saudi Arabia to uh, get uh, to know one another and discuss um, very, various issues. So the, the environment was uh, of excitement and uh, looking forward. When we landed uh, at, the, uh, at Abu Dhabi, uh, the reception was uh, amazing. Uh, we felt welcome uh, throughout the short visit, uh, less than 24 hours. And uh, we discussed uh, many, many issues. So all in all, I can tell you that uh, the expectations on the Israeli side, as well as on the Emirati side, is, are very high. Uh, it's a big challenge to fulfill those expectations, but we'll talk more about it. Absolutely. I mean, just in, on, the, on the visit, what, uh, what surprised you, if anything, um, on, the, on, your, on your trip there? So I um, did my homework before I went over there, and based on my experience, you know, I, uh, I think I, uh, I knew what to expect. But what really, really surprised me is how organized, how um, smart, how uh, clever, how knowledgeable are the Emiratis, uh, Emiratis. And they, they, they know the Israeli system, they know the American system, they know the world system. They have a mission, uh, a clear mission ahead of them. They would like to invest, but also they would like the, to have a, a significant um, a, a return on their investment. The return may be financial, may be influence, may be reputation, but they are very, very serious people. And uh, I shared the, my experience with, with you all right now, but also with a lot of my Israeli fellows. We have to get our act together, we the Israelis, if we want if we would like the, uh, the relations with uh, the economic and business relations with the Emiratis to move forward. Right, I mean, let's, let's try and talk to about some, a little bit more of the detail. I and mean, if we can start, I mean, what are the government-to-government -government projects that you think are the priorities between Israel and the Emirates? 
So uh, we have we have uh, immediate projects, but in all in all, the government of Israel and uh, and the UAE government decided to work in a G2G working group with uh, several uh, subgroups. Those several subgroups include uh, tourism and culture and the science and uh, aviation and health and many others. And of course, uh, agri agriculture and um, and uh, finance and investments and uh, new technologies. So we worked in, uh, in several uh, subgroups uh, to discuss uh, specific uh, details and, uh, and issues for each of uh, these area, areas that I just mentioned. And how would, how would that go, operate going forward? Would the subgroups continue to meet uh, remotely or do you imagine kind of, I mean, we understand there's going to be a, a reciprocal trip of Emiratis to Israel uh, next week. Is, 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 that, uh, is that model of the subgroups kind of um, continuing for the future? What's the, what does it look like? So for now, this is the model. Uh, we do expect uh, next week uh, the signing ceremony on the lawns of the White House. And the following week, which will right, be right. very symbolic, very symbolic between, uh, between uh, Rosh Hashanah and, uh, and Yom Kippur, the holidays, mm. um, we'll have, uh, we are expecting, I don't think it's final yet, but we are expecting uh, a delegation uh, from uh, the UAE uh, ca coming to Israel. By the way, a, a very uh, straightforward uh, business type, uh, working level delegation. It's not a uh, high level delegation. It's, um, it's a working delegation for the uh, seven working groups to uh, reconvene mm -hmm. and further discuss uh, the, the ideas. We, as a mechanism, we already provide them, provided them with some uh, information and ideas when we met over there and also uh, after we came back to Israel. But the significant part of, of it will be when they will arrive. And smartly so, they decided to have this uh, uh, reciprocal uh, visit after the signing ceremony. Fantastic. So that's kind of the, the, the G to G track. Um, what about civilian Israeli Emirati cooperation? Um, do you think it's, uh, there are areas of right for cooperation also amongst the, the, the civilian sectors? For sure. So um, um, the Israeli um, uh, commercial and business community is not waiting for, uh, for the government to government uh, to mature. Remember mm -hmm. that uh, the governments, they have to um, uh, keep an eye on, uh, on aviation, on uh, making sure that uh, the transportation from the air and land and sea will be uh, cleared they have to clear the uh, the government. Uh, they have to uh, the two governments have to clear uh, the way you do financial transactions and make sure that the uh, Emirati banks can work with the Israeli banks. Um, so we have to do some regulation, uh, kick off the process. But basically, we are waiting for the private sector in Israel and in the UAE to uh, to the, to do most of the job. Uh, they are the one who need. Uh, let's take uh, tourism for example. So we will work uh, tourism to tourism uh, ministries to uh, put the framework. But at the end of the day, we'll uh, bring the list of uh, the tourist agents from the Israeli side to with uh, the tourist agents on the Emirates side. And they will work all the actual programs. Uh, Israelis, uh, we are expecting a flood of Israelis to go to the UAE, not only to stay in the UAE for vacation and tourism, but also as a hub to move to the entire uh, east side of the uh, of, of the globe. Mm. 
Absolutely, that seems uh, the op the opportunities seem endless right now. It's a very very exciting time. Um, on specific projects that your ministry your ministry of regional cooperation works on, there was some speculation suggestion that the uh, the UAE could get involved um, in the uh, the Red to Dead uh, Sea project that Israel currently has with with Jordan. Um, could you first of all tell us a little bit about what the what that program is, where it's up to, and if the Emiratis have a role to play? Okay, so first of all, I am very, uh, very humble in, uh, in uh, saying on, uh, you know, sometimes not like my other fellow Israelis, I won't say, say, say anything on behalf of the Emiratis uh, business section or government, etc. If, if there's anything, I can say what we can propose to them or offer to them or seek their advice. Because as I said, I appreciate their, their knowledge and know-how and uh, way of doing business uh, immensely. Uh, with, specifically to your, to your question, yes, uh, we in our ministry, uh, we see this not only as a bilateral agreement. This is really opening the, the dialogue between our region, our immediate region, which include uh, the, uh, uh, Egypt and Jordan, and should they come to their senses, the Palestinian Authority, and, uh, and with the region of the UAE, which is the Gulf region. So it's not only a bilateral agreement, it's a region-to-region -region agreement. And we in Israel, in our ministry in general, and uh, in particular in, the, in Israel in general, would like also our neighbors to benefit from the close relationship between uh, Israel and, and the UAE. So, uh, for example, Red Sea, Dead Sea is, uh, is a project that is waiting to, uh, to be uh, mature for a long, long time, too long. Um, it suffers from uh, some, uh, some uh, budget uh, short, uh, shortcuts. Uh, but this is uh, to take water from the, from the um, Red Sea um, all the way to the Dead Sea. In the middle, you'll have, uh, you'll have a desalination facility and the purified water will serve uh, the, the, the people in Jordan and the people in Israel. And the salty water that will come out of the desalination facility will help uh, revive the, the, the shrinking Dead Sea. So it's uh, the first big, huge regional project that we would like uh, uh, our friends from the UAE to see in what way they can join the, the program. And, uh, and as I said earlier, and find some return or their investment should they decide to invest on it. We have another project, which is run by our ministry. It's called Jordan Gateway. It's an enclave on the border between uh, Jordan and Israel, uh, with a huge uh, bridge connecting, uh, connecting Israel and, uh, and uh, Jordan, only for that enclave. It's not, uh, it's not a, a passage between uh, a border, a passage between Israel and Jordan. We have two of them, it's, uh, it's, it's enough. This is only, a bridge that connects the enclave. And this will allow business from Jordan and from Israel get together, uh, use the tax-free zone of uh, Jordan and use the uh, taxes uh, free in Israel and uh, the, work, uh, the workforce of uh, Jordan and Israeli technology and innovation. And when I was there, I told uh, my counterparts uh, from the UAE, we in Israel, and I'm sure we'll work it also with the Jordanian government, are ready to give you this uh, land, this area, for you to think how to, you can best make, make the best out of it business-wise with uh, Emiratis uh, uh, companies, American companies, European companies, uh, Israeli for sure, and uh, make it uh, like, uh, you know, um, Singapore or, or, or uh, Europe, a little Europe, 
within, uh, within, on the border of Jordan and Israel. Fantastic. Um, more generally, how, what's your assessment of the current uh, Israel-Jordanian relationship? I think uh, we are uh, now that uh, some of the political issues are uh, behind us, or at least were put aside for uh, for quite some time. I think this is a good opportunity for us to reconvene with our friends and in, in in Jordan, and uh, re-engage with them on uh, on economic uh, projects. Uh, they need a lot of water. Um, we have uh, some ideas of what might be the best way for them to get more and more water uh, from uh, from Israel. Uh, agriculture, cross-border activity, tourism. Uh, there is a lot of things that we can do uh, between uh, Jordan and Israel. We have the longest border is between Jordan and Israel. We also have ideas on uh, creating some regional cooperation center in uh, the Gulf of Aqaba, between Eilat, Aqaba, and, uh, and Taba on the Egyptian side, and have trilateral uh, projects in uh, agriculture and in uh, economical projects and um, uh, tourism, uh, cleaning the Dead Sea, the Dead sea uh, diving, to, you know, divers from all the areas. So mm -hmm. not, only between, not only between Israel and Egypt and Israel and Jordan, but maybe even something trilateral, first Israel, Egypt and Jordan, and maybe later on Saudi Arabia will join. You know, they are not far away from... Uh, no, they're very close there on the uh, on, on that, exactly. on the Alat border. It's all, uh, it's all very close. Um, exactly. And, I mean, and, and, and generally, I mean, how, how receptive are you finding the Jordanians officials in these days? I mean, the, uh, the, the, the background that there has been some political tension over the last uh, year or two, um, how, how, how much are you feeling that amongst your Jordanian counterparts? So it's too early to say. I must be, uh, uh, you know, uh, say the truth with you. Uh, it's too early to say. They are waiting for, uh, I think, for the ceremony to be signed. And they are waiting to see how the, uh, how the relationship will be built up between Israel and the UAE. And uh, we are already sending them uh, messages uh, that uh, they should join, uh, join the party. And uh, there would be nothing that uh, will uh, help us, um, you know, be, be more happy if we can figure out how the UAE and Israel, beside the bilateral, also support uh, regional uh, regional project and regional cooperation. Absolutely, um, and and specifically the the uh, the, the Egyptian uh, leadership as well. Are there, are there any other projects that you're working on just with the Egyptians, and uh, how how receptive are they at the moment? So, as you know, with Egypt, we have uh, a, a long border on Sinai, but not too much of population. So over there, we are trying constantly to look. And in fact, I, even this morning, I had a meeting on what can we do more with Egypt. Um, we, uh, uh, I don't want to go too into too many details, but we are constantly trying to figure out what will be the best a way to uh, the best projects to uh, do with um, with uh, to conduct with Egypt. I think we have better ideas than we had in the past, and I'm sure that in the next few months we will be able to come up with uh, particular projects uh, and uh, bilaterally and maybe even trilaterally between uh, Egypt, the UAE, and us. As you know, Egypt is a very very close friend of Israel, and uh, excellent relationship on the top leaders. Uh, excellent relations between Egypt and, uh, and the USA. And I see no reason why we won't be able to come up with some um, tangible projects uh, to support. At the end of the day, what we would like to do in our um, region and in our ministry, and this makes sure that uh, each and every 
all, all the population in the Middle East will have um, basic uh, food and water, hot and cold, and uh, work and salary, uh, and, and live uh, the good life. They all, uh, we all deserve it. We have peace with Jordan, peace with Egypt, and we need to see the fruit of peace. Absolutely. Is the, uh, are the, uh, I think, I think you'll correct me if I'm wrong, the, the QEZs, the Qualified Economic Zones, is that still relevant uh, with regard to the Egyptians? Yes, yes. It's one of the things that's working um, um, exceptionally well um, between Israel and Egypt uh, towards the, um, the market in the, U the U.S. We are mm -hmm. constantly trying to figure out how we can expand it because right now it's only in textile. And uh, we should really take uh, uh, advantage of the fact that it's worked so, uh, so greatly and, and move and expand it to other issues in, in other uh, areas. Absolutely. Um, and what about, is, is, your, is your ministry working on anything at the moment with the Palestinians? So, we, yes, we work. Uh, as long as, uh, you know, uh, with uh, local communities, we are trying to reach a lot of, uh, together with the... Um, with uh, COGAT, uh, the Ministry of uh, Defense. Uh, unfortunately, in, with the Palestinian Authority, everything over there, as you know from the news, everything is political. So uh, sometimes they are, uh, the Palestinian Authority is killing uh, good projects that can benefit their, their population just because they don't want to see uh, cooperation with Israel and, uh, and put pressure on Israel. But at the end of the day, they, are put, they put pressure on their own people and, uh, and uh, uh, take away from them some, uh, some you know, uh, economic activity and water, etc. We are trying to do our utmost with some success, but uh, I really would wish that the Palestinian Authority would allow communities in Israel and communities uh, in uh, Judah and Samaria to, uh, to work together for time being until such time that uh, the political uh, solution will be, will be ready. Hmm. We saw, we, we saw interesting comments uh, just yesterday from the, uh, from the Arab League in, in Cairo that it seems that the Palestinians are slightly softening their criticism towards the, uh, the, the, the UAE. Um, do, you just, I mean, do you think there's any, that there's any uh, hope or any, any signs of any form of political re-engagement with the uh, Palestinian leadership? So I don't see uh, a sign per se, but uh, there is definitely hope. Uh, everyone who is uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, clear mind can see that uh, the UAE move, movement, move, the Emiratis move, is a significant uh, change, will bring significant change to the, to the Middle East, to our region, and uh, they should be part of it. Uh, the Palestinians for too long stayed on the, uh, on the fence and saying uh, just no, no, no. It's about time they will say yes. And if uh, not for the political solution, it's at least the, the economic, uh, the economic uh, sector, to bring together the economic sector. I believe that they will come to their senses and they will uh, slowly and steadily will understand that um, the move, the Emiratis move is a, is a good move in a good direction for the benefits of all the people in our region. Um, absolutely. Um, just a slightly off, uh, on a, off to a tangent, I know in your background before working at the, the Minister of Regional Cooperation, you were an official in the Defence Ministry, specifically dealing with, uh, with arms control. Um, with that background, kind of one of the controversial aspects about the, uh, the deal between Israel and the UAE is the potential to allow the Americans to sell the F-35 and other advanced weaponry to the, uh, to the Emirates. What's your, uh, what's your take on that? 
So you are absolutely right, Richard, that I used to deal with these issues uh, and extensively. I was uh, representing uh, Israel in our embassy in Washington and dealing with all this uh, strategic and defense uh, dialogue, including uh, uh, arms sales to, uh, to our uh, neighbors and uh, protecting the qualitative edge of, uh, of Israel. I'm not dealing with that anymore, so I don't know the inside the details on the F-35, but I can assure you that um, the relationship between Israel and the U.S. are so strong and so uh, in-depth um, and so uh, intimate that uh, we will find um, a good uh, way and a good solution. I, uh, I'm sure that we'll take into consideration the excellent relations of uh, the UAE with America and the building relations uh, between the UAE and Israel. And we'll find uh, a solution to this, we'll be fine, we'll find out. I can't tell you uh, right now what, what that solution will be, but knowing the mechanism and knowing how it, wor it, is, uh, it worked in the past, I'm sure that they will be able to work out something that will satisfy all, all parties involved. Sounds good, thank you for that. Um, there was a report this morning in, uh, in one of the Israeli newspapers in Israel Ayom that one of the, uh, the, the uh, what led to the breakthrough between talks in Israel and the UAE was uh, former British Prime Minister Tony Blair engaging with both uh, senior officials um, on the Israeli side and on the Emirati side. Um, does, does, your, does your ministry have any background working with, uh, with Tony Blair? Do you have any thoughts about his, uh, his role in this? So I don't have any specific on his role on this, but we are working with uh, a bunch of, uh, of um, uh, European, uh, European uh, organization in Israel, um, uh, working together with them to, to promote uh, the Palestinian Authority, uh, economic situation, etc. But I want to tell you something, Richard. Um, credit uh, should be, uh, should be uh, there is uh, tons of credits in our region and in Israel. Israel is a small country. Why, would, why, why should we not give credit to everyone? If everyone feel or say that he uh, is part of it, let him be part of it. We are now interested, uh, interested and focusing, and we are we focused on the results. We are a result, yeah. I am a result oriented. So why don't we give credit to everyone, those who were there and those who didn't uh, participate in it. Now we should focus on getting things done on the ground. And it's not an easy task. The Israeli business community, really need to find, uh, uh, to, to get their act together and learn how to work with the Emiratis business community. Our American friends will keep an eye on both of us and uh, let's, uh, uh, you know, uh, start working together on getting things done. Credit is, is important, getting, getting things done is a must. Sounds good. Well, one, just one last question. You mentioned kind of uh, the, the role of European governments. I wonder if you could tell anything specific about the, uh, the UK government involvement uh, in, in regional issues and whether they have a role also to play in future Israel-UAE relations. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they should have a role. There are two levels of, uh, of uh, dialogue by the British government. One of them is through the, uh, the development agency uh, the the uh, DFID, uh, right. and they are, just, and they are it's just been brought back into the foreign ministry. Yes, yes, of course I know, and uh, and we know all the stories about the ministry, the ministers, and uh, the lady minister, and all that. We have we have very good close relations <laughs> with the, with the British uh, with the British government and with the ministers, and DFID, DFID is doing an, uh, a tremendous work. 
uh, with the Palestinian Authority. They are doing their own work in, uh, in, uh, in Jordan, which is also, there should be a place for doing it. And then you have uh, the Foreign Office and uh, his ability to, um, to um, help Israel and the UAE and uh, in, uh, in bridging some of the gaps, uh, the political gaps, the knowledge gap, because you are, uh, the Foreign Office is, uh, is played a major role, uh, is, play, is playing a major role in working with the Gulf countries. And I see no reason why uh, we should not learn from their experience and, uh, get, and bring them into, uh, into the picture. Of course, uh, this is a subject to, uh, to the UAE and the Israelis wanting them to, uh, to, um, to uh, get involved. But I use this conversation also to call upon the British business community. Uh, let them come into the picture and let them bring their connection with Israel and their connection, separate connections with the UAE and join the, uh, the business uh, sector that is trying to make the most out of the relations, the new relations between uh, the UAE and Israel. Fantastic, absolutely. Well, we, uh, we, we heed the call and we will pass this, uh, pass this message on to our, uh, to our, to our friends in the UK. Um, Yossi, thank you very much indeed for, for talking to me today and, uh, and kind of collective congratulations for the, for the work you're doing uh, on, re on regional cooperation. And uh, we look forward to picking this up uh, in the future as well. That was really great, thank you. Thank you, Richard, and uh, regards to all your listeners and viewers, and uh, let, let us all make it a better world. Amen. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.